Welcome to the HTH Church Podcast. We are a church in the heart of Hastings whose desire is to build communities of people who are so passionate about being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus, and joining in with what Jesus is doing, that lives, families, and communities are changed and transformed one at a time. On this podcast, you can keep up to date with the latest talks from our Sunday services, as well as additional bonus episodes, which include conversations, interviews, devotions, and much more. If you'd like to find out more about the church, you can visit our website, hthchurch.org. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy this episode. I think the heroes in my life are people who've overcome difficulties, who've triumphed in difficult circumstances. And this morning, I want to talk about two heroes of mine. One has been a hero for a very long time, and another is a recent hero, someone I've just been just blown away, actually, by what she's done. And these two women, as they... Sorry, let's find it. They've put their strength in God. Their hearts have been set on pilgrim, pilgrimage. And as they have passed through the Valley of Baca, these two women have made it a place of springs. And they have gone from strength to strength. The first one was widowed at a very young age. Extremely tragic circumstances, completely unexpected. And around the same time, her mother-in-law also lost her husband. And not only that, her sister-in-law also lost her husband. A very difficult time, tragic circumstances. The second woman, a recent hero, she found herself in challenging circumstances. Because of COVID, she had lost her job. And in search of work, she came to a town that she didn't know. She was completely alone. And then we had a second lockdown. These were really challenging circumstances for her. Completely alone, no one to do her, you know, hours worth of exercise. She found herself turning inwards. Her emotional and mental health were really challenged. And she became somebody that she didn't recognize. When she looked in the mirror and the person that looked back back at her was not the person who'd gone into that flat at the beginning of lockdown. She was fearful of going out, fearful of the world around her. But these two women, facing extraordinary and difficult circumstances, didn't do what you might expect. To quote Dara Malam, I would say they had a what-the-froth moment. They did something completely unexpected. They didn't face or look at their circumstances and turn um, into a complete mess. They did something 
absolutely extraordinary that you would think was completely crazy. They set their hearts on pilgrimage. They faced their circumstances head on. The Valley of Baca in this passage is described, or the translation is Valley of Weeping. They made it a place of springs. The first one, who was in her hometown, who was widowed, surrounded by the people she loved, surrounded by all of her friends who were rallying around her, looking after her, you know, giving her comfort, decided, like, we're, you know, I mean, when I think about it, it's completely bizarre. It's completely crazy what she did. Her mother-in-law had made the decision to go all the way back to where she had come from, which was a five-day journey, And this woman decided that she was going to go with her because she knew her mother-in-law couldn't support herself because she was older, she wasn't able to get work, she she needed financial support, she needed looking after and helping. She decided to leave everything behind, having been recently widowed, you know, people coming around, cooking her meals, coming around and supporting and loving her. She left them all behind and went with her mother-in-law. She set her heart on pilgrimage. She didn't look at the circumstances, her situation, all that she was going through. She looked at her mother-in-law, and she thought, how can I help her? How can I support her? I want to go where she goes. I want to be the person who is there for her. She set her heart on pilgrimage. The other woman, who in lockdown couldn't even go out of her door because she was so fearful, did something completely crazy as well. She decided to go on a pilgrimage. After lockdown, she decided that she was going to go to walk 600 kilometers on a Camino from one part in Spain and ending up in the Santiago de la Composita. I hope I've pronounced that right. Completely on her own. You know, she was nervous, frightened, but she decided that she would do this journey on her own. And I think this woman, well, she's a hero of mine because to go from one situation where you're completely afraid, you don't even want to go outside of your door, to get on a plane, to go to Spain... To go completely on your own, not knowing where you're going to end up sleeping every night, not knowing who's going to be with you on the journey, what you're going to find, you know, where you're going to get water. You know, that's what I hear is common amongst people who do this route. You know, they don't know from one minute to the next whether there's going to be a place to get water or where they're going to stay the night. Is it going to be full? She went completely on her own. She faced her fears head on, set and fixed her heart on pilgrimage because she wanted to go from strength to strength. She wanted to turn her circumstances on his head, her head and in the process draw near to the only one who could change her circumstances, Almighty God. 
So, what happens? Well, you can find out about the first woman, who is Ruth. You can find out more of her story in the book of Ruth. And then the other person is Rebecca Barnes, who is a member of our church. And you can find out more of her story, which she writes about in this magazine, Truth, where she shares what happened to her on her journey. Jackie Hill Perry, another, or someone who I really look up to, she says this about our circumstances, about what we face and the trials we face in life and what perspective we take from them. God will allow trials that threaten your peace, provoke your addiction to control, and aversion to difficulty, so that you may learn how to find stability in him alone. It's as if we believe our lives must be easy for our inner reality to be steady. It's as if we believe our lives must be easy for our inner reality to be steady. But who told us the quality of our circumstances should determine the stability of our hearts? When trials come, where is our stability? When trials come, what are we fixing our eyes on? Are we setting our hearts on pilgrimage? Lecrae, a a Christian rapper, said, you can either say that a thorn bush is annoying because it has thorns, or you can say a thorn bush is wonderful because it has roses. It's perspective. We've been singing, haven't we, about having God's vision for our lives. And our vision is set. We either set our vision on our circumstances, on the things that are going wrong around us, or we set our hearts on Jesus, the one that put the stars into space who we were thinking about this morning. Yesterday, uh, James and I were at a party, and we got speaking to an old friend who has just been diagnosed with having leukemia. And he has a very severe form of leukemia. Miraculously, his sister is an exact match for his stem cells. But he has a 50% chance of surviving this. He will be in isolation for six months at least. He sat his children down and he said, it's good news. It's good news. Either I get through this, or I get through this. Either I get through this and I'm here, or I get through this and I get to see Jesus. That is perspective, isn't it? That is perspective. Either we set our hearts on what is going on around us, or we set and fix our eyes on Jesus. I think of it as like a flicking on of a switch. You know, you can either turn it on, or you can turn it off. You can turn it on and look around you and be amazed at what's going on in nature. You can read your Bible, you can worship, or you can look down. It's perspective. It's setting our hearts 
on pilgrimage. Now, I'm not going to leave you with, uh, without the end to the stories of Ruth and Rebecca. Ruth met somebody, but actually, the guy she met saw her first. He saw what her character was like. He saw that she'd given up her life to go and be loyal to her mother-in-law. He saw that she had completely uh, set her heart on doing something crazy and ultimately so admirable that it drew him him to her. He noticed that she was financially supporting her mother-in-law, doing a really rubbish job, picking up, you know, bits of corn so they had enough to eat. I mean, it's ridiculous, but she did this for her mother-in-law. And it was that which drew him to her, her character. And she was married, and, you know, their life took, her life took a completely different turn, which if she hadn't set her heart on pilgrimage, if she hadn't decided that she was going to make this place that she found herself in a place of springs, if she hadn't have set her heart on being so loyal to her mother-in-law, she would have never met him. And I wonder in our lives if we miss stuff because we're not prepared to take the hard route. We're not prepared to face the trial. We want the comfort. I mean, I hold my hands up completely to that. You know, when I thought of this passage, I thought, is my heart really set on pilgrimage? Do I really want to face hard things in my life willingly? Do I want to give that thing up? Do I want to say, oh, I won't do that, I'll do this thing for somebody else? Do I want to be disrupted in my day? Do I want to have so much control over my life that I can't do the thing that has an unexpected result that sees the transformation of lives? And so this is an ongoing prayer, isn't it? This is an ongoing prayer in our lives. It's a, it's, it's a journey that we're on to set our hearts on Jesus, to fix our eyes on Jesus, to travel this journey, being open to the unexpected, being open to face our trials with the strength of God and see how he transforms us in the process. And the Rebecca said this, I have learned the power of giving things time and fighting the instinct to overthink. God is moving. God is moving. I just need to wait and watch. Where before the pilgrimage, I might have wept and raged at the world. Now I throw my hands out expectant, because I know God is for me. I know God is for me and will provide what I need. He will provide what I need. All I must do is admit needing it in the first place. I love that she says, throw my hands up expectant. Expectant. There may be a roadblock, but it's an opportunity. 
It's an opportunity. That thing that's stopping us and coming against us is an opportunity to think outside of the box, to go on a pilgrimage, to go with somebody that you never thought you'd ever go with, to leave behind things, to go forwards, to move forwards. It's an opportunity. I was speaking to Sarah and Simon earlier, and they uh, were traveling back from their holiday, and there was a, a terrible, terrible traffic jam, and they were supposed to be getting somewhere. And rather than think, oh no, this is going to take us hours, this is going to be awful, they saw it as an opportunity to have a chat, have a date in the car, <laughs> to pray for each other, to listen to a podcast. It's perspective, isn't it? Because we have so much opportunity to do things unexpected, just like Toby said about Moses. When he met God, his face. What an opportunity that lays in front of us to take the different, the unusual, all the things that everyone else thinks are a complete and utter waste of time. What is God stirring in your heart today? What has been on your mind that you've put off because you think, oh, I can't do it, or I'm not good enough, or, you know, someone else would do it, or, oh, it's a bad idea? What is staring up inside of you? What are you facing? What challenges are coming up for you in your life that you can say, I'm going to set my heart on Jesus? I'm going to see how he can take me from strength to strength. How this place, this valley of weeping, can be made a place of springs. Because that's the hope we have, isn't it? That's the hope we have in Jesus. His blood shed for us is all we need. He said on the cross, it is finished. All of us are going to face hard times in our lives. We are not exempt from suffering just because we're Christians. And I know we can all put our hand up to say that. All of us will have gone through something difficult. And maybe you're going through something today. But I want to say to you, don't waste it. Don't waste it. Be excited. Be excited to face what you're facing through the strength and the power of Jesus. He has made you who you are. With all your foibles and all of your quirks, but all of your beauty and all of your strength and all of your potential. He has put you on this earth for a reason, for this season. Make this place, the Valley of Weeping, a place of springs. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Let go of control. Let go of fear. Let go of anxiety. Look at the God who set the stars into space, who spoke the world into being, which is the craziest thing we can possibly imagine. Now, we're about to take communion. And as we do, let this communion be a prayer.
as we come and we remember Jesus' death and resurrection, where he said, where he took on every single thing that we've done wrong and all of the pain and suffering in this world, and he gave us the root out of it through strength, through perseverance, through fixing our eyes on him, through the power of the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter. And let's surrender all the things that we are holding on to, that are holding us back and are clouding our vision and altering our perspective of who God is and what he has for us. As we take that wafer and it's dipped in the, the blood and we say those words, let's put all of these things at the foot of the cross and say to Jesus, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to let go of a few things. Help me to let go of them. Help me to fix my eyes on you. Because actually, I don't know about you. I can't, you know, my prayer is, help me to do that, Lord. I can't necessarily do, do it. I don't see that I have the strength, but I want to, so I'm willing. So help me. And let's see what God does in our lives as we give all those things up and walk and set our hearts on pilgrimage. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the HTH Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, why not share it with someone you think would appreciate it? And be sure to subscribe to our channel to get notified when new episodes are published. Thanks again for listening. And